Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday, episode 877 of Coach Unplugged. Today, we're going to talk to an Aussie. We have, we have teachhoops.com members all over the world. Um, I've lost track of how, I mean, I, basically every state in the, in the U.S., and I've lost track of the number of... Um, of countries i just can't even keep track anymore but um we're going to talk to uh, uh, an australian coach about coaching about practice planning and kind of about breaking it down one of the many things the only the only difficult thing about this entire call was figuring out when i could get on a phone call that was good for him with the like seven hour or eight hour time difference but it's one of the many things we do at teachups.com. You know, it, it is mentoring for basketball coaches. You want to win more games in less time, have fun doing it. Come over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, big shout out to Dr. Dish. Um, they are they are a machine that makes practice purposeful. Um, you know, the app, the workouts, the things that they have will make it easy to use. Mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off good deal to me all right let's head off to the podcast Body at the moment we're all quarantining left right and center at least you have a, a, a lake to enjoy while you're there yeah it's uh it's actually new hampshire so it's my brother's place so we drove Beautiful. from wisconsin so it's about a thousand miles a little less um okay so that's why the time difference yeah so there's a there's a difference between new hampshire and yeah wisconsin. wisconsin is central and um eastern is uh is new hampshire so it's a little different it's an hour later so um oh, okay the, the the u.s runs on central time though kind of central and eastern <laughs> all all the sporting events are uh yeah if you live on the west coast you get kind of toasted on the sporting events but oh yeah yeah so but let's was, talk about your team oh yeah um <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> well it's a it's an amazing um, little group for all their 
for all the chaos. Do you remember the? Do you remember the bad news bears? Would you ever watch the bad news bears? Okay, so I am. That's my the first one with uh, uh, Walter Matthau. Yeah, yeah, with Walter Matthau. That's that's my era. Yes, I remember yeah, the bad so, news bears. Um, yes. Yeah, and I remember watching that as a kid myself. And these these guys, there there are there are some parallels. Um, they're the most beautiful bunch of girls. They the, the culture around them is just lovely. They are a really caring, unselfish bunch, but they are way behind the rest of the pack in terms of where they're at with their basketball. And I, um, I'm the kind of um, well-meaning, hapless dad who's been pulled into the coaching role. Right. Um, and I've been doing this. This was, I've been doing this for a couple of years now. So this is, um, and I feel like I've developed a bit, a bit more confidence and gotten a little bit better as I've gone along. But there's still a, like you, yeah, you never stop learning. But we've hit some major, major challenges with the this group this year because they've gone from being a reasonably competitive. Um, group in their when they were top ages to being way bottom of the heap against. So, really so explain explain how it is. You play. Um, it's like eleven, twelve U, and like thirteen, fourteen U, and they're the young one. How does that work? Yeah, correct. In Australia, uh, the club system is a uh, works in two year um, increments. So, if you're born in uh, two thousand and eight. Uh, for example, you play in under 14s for two years. So okay. your first year in under, in, as an under 14 is the year you turn 12. Okay. And then the second year, the year uh, that you play in the under 14 age group is the year that you turn, turn 13. Okay. And so it's seven out of my eight players are younglings. And some of them are, it's their first ever basketball experience. Right. So, um, we've got a lot of challenges to overcome in terms of uh, fundamentals. And we, 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 we're, we're seeing improvement on that. And I'm, I'm working with as much on that as possible. But I guess my, my biggest concern is um, to make sure that it stays fun for them across what is going to be a long season of yeah. difficult games. Yeah. I always talk about that. I say it's, it, I, I, I emphasize, it. I say it's got to be at this age, fundamentals, fundamentals. Like it's got to be, yeah, or totally you lose agree. them. You don't want to be their yeah, last, you don't right. want to be their last coach. Um, no, that's right. And, uh, and this is where, I, and I think you had um, Don uh, Showalter talk about this um and, I, and there was something that he said that i really took to heart is that your 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 number one priority at this age is to keep them in love with basketball yeah. or help them keep falling in love with basketball and and i've got that with this group like they 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 all of the the, the attitudes and the culture around them is it, it's all spot on i don't, i haven't got a a, a a problem in in the player group um, other than ability to play right right um i think that's i mean i think if they love the game that's the first battle so what is your biggest challenge in terms of fundamentals um predominantly um 
it's going to pieces under pressure, particularly with passing. So uh, we work a lot on um, on understanding spacing, and when we uh, and I tested them out when we had a, a little window of opportunity during the during the isolation period, we we had the chance to play a couple of games uh, within the club, uh, and I tested them against so. Yeah, the the team that they would have w were last year, and they okay. executed a lot of spacing and passing really well. Um, what happens when they come under pressure though is they fall to pieces and they lose that that confidence. And they it, it's like sending uh, it's like sending lambs to the slaughter. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I, I get so, it. It's like it's like um, it was like it's like a civil war. I'm like a little bit of a civil war buff. It's like sending you know, against a Gatling gun, you know, these, these muskets that could shoot one bullet against a Gatling gun, which is a machine gun, basically. It's like, you can't yeah, do exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that was, that was probably my thought was that or, or dribbling. Yeah. But, but if so, you think it's, so pressure, it's that, how many dribbling is not too bad. I've got a couple of good, I've got a couple of good ball handlers in there and, and there's a mixture and I, I'm, and I, and hopefully I'm, I'm not doing them a disservice. I'm pigeonholing them a little bit um, into roles I don't want to lock them into roles forever, but I want them to learn to some extent a position. So I've got a couple of ball carriers who have got better handles than others that I'm trying to get to um, bring the ball down the what, court. What age? What um, what grade are they in? Um, in Australia, you you would call them grade six. Six. Okay. Um, so they're not so done growing. No. So so yeah. So sixth grade. So they're still going to grow some. So yeah, you definitely don't want to pigeonhole too much. If they were no. almost, you know, secondary or high school, then girls are definitely done by late middle school, late intermediate yeah. school before they get to high school. They're, the girls get done, tend to get done earlier as far as growing. Yes. So you can pigeonhole them a little bit earlier. Um, but if they're only that old, I would definitely not do that. So how many do you have at practice? I, um, maximum eight. Okay. So that makes, that's a diff, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how do you deal with, so what have you done? I've got some ideas, but I want to see what you've done. What have you done in relation to the pressure at practice? Okay. Um, so uh, the, the couple of ways I've tried to um, attack it, um, we use something like a volley, volleyball passing drill where you split, split them into teams and try to make as many passes as possible, um, working on pivoting and footwork to get away from your uh, defender okay so we try and that's that's helped a little bit um we also um do something similar around um sealing your uh defender and, okay. and practicing using your physical presence to get away from your player so i'll we have a coach so normally it's just me so i'll i'll um i'll stand at center court and pass the ball out to to players again split into teams and and um ask them to lead get away from their defender um square to the basket then pass back to me so we we're sort of practicing movement and seal and and sealing and trying to get them in the habit of using uh feet to get away from their uh from their defender um, and the other thing uh, is I'm trying, but I'm, uh, this is where I've, I really hit some roadblocks is trying to persuade my ball carriers to just to push through and drive through with confidence 
when right. they're coming up against against you know big strong so, opposition. So, so there's two things. First of all, do you notice a physical difference? Like oh like, yeah, huge. Okay, so so there's not much you can do about that. So that no. like there's things we can work on. There's I mean you can't get them in the weight room. You're not going to put extra mat whatever. So no, exactly. you can't. It's just not it going to happen. At this, yeah. First of all, it's not going to happen at that age. And it shouldn't happen at that age because they're like, I, I refer to them as like newborn um, newborn deer. Like they're all gangly and they're like trying to figure That's out. That's right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's that awkward age. We all go through it, but it's that awkward age. So we got to check that off. But there's nothing we can do about the physical part. So what I tell my players in my youth program is the strong can take from the, the, the smart can take from the strong, right? So you have to outsmart them because they're more physical. They're yeah. going to outbrute the brute force of them is going to beat us. So we have to be yeah, smarter exactly. than them. So yep, I would tell right. the girls that that will, they'll, that will resonate with them, that the yeah. smart can take from the strong that will resonate yep. with them. And you can always come back to it when you take a time out and it's like, okay, remember they're stronger, but we're smarter, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's yeah. the first thing. Um, I like all the drills you're doing. Um, I think those are great. Um, there's a couple things that I would do as far as pressure goes, especially at this age, I would yep. do a, um, I would do a, when you're out numb, I would do like, uh, if you got, if you got eight, I would do four defenders and three on offense. I would do it where there's a disadvantage, like give the defense an advantage. Um, so they feel, they have to basically feel what it feels like. Like if you're training for a marathon, you got to feel that point where it's like crap you know yeah i can't go another foot but you got to fight through it they need to fight through the turnover 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 and then you need to be a little bit of a psychologist and say turnovers are this is the safe zone this is good we want you to turn it over here because then you're not going to do it in a game so we want you to feel yeah. like it because eventually they're going to figure out you know the little i call them like the little rainbow um passes aren't going to work and you no. know trying to you know other than you're probably two good dribblers dribbling through everything is not going to work so no. um so that's the first thing i would do some numbered things where you're you're you put them in the situation so they fail you want them to fail yeah. in practice because that's safe for them and then they'll it's a muscle memory thing so that's the first thing second thing is i i don't know your two dribblers are they very similar or is one better than the other they're very different uh, one is a lot smarter okay um and the other one is a, a lot more but also quite timid and the other one uh which is my daughter is more of a brute force kind of uh dribbler right. who will just but won't be able to make a decision necessarily when she gets to where she's going Okay. Can those two handle the older kid? No. Okay. No, 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 no. You, That was enough. That pause was, the pause was yeah. enough. Okay. So that's <laughs> on good. A, on that's a good fair. day. It's your daughter. I get it. That's, that's, uh, the pause was enough. Okay. So, and you said you turn over, because I was reading the email, you said you turn the ball over mostly between half court and three point line. Yeah, that's right. That's when the fear seems to really overwhelm them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, I would have everyone help break the pressure or whatever. Um, once the ball gets to that, let, let's call it like the red zone, mm -hmm. no one should dribble until you get into your offense. So the problem is they're probably trying to dribble out of it and they're turning it over and they're getting the layup or they're making a bad pass or they're picking it up and throwing it away. You got to work in that red zone, which will be from half court to three point line with no dribbles. 
Okay. So the drill we were just describing, I would do it with dribbles and then I would do it in no dribbles. And they're going to quickly find out that no dribbles is going to work better. So that's the first thing. And then it's really not the person with the ball's fault that they turn it over. It's the, everyone else's fault, right? Because yeah. they're not moving. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you got to play a, like a little game with them where, okay, they're going to come over and they're not going to dribble and they're going to pick it up. Now everyone's yeah. got to cut. And the key to, because to, I've had teams that we've gone against like crazy good NBA guys and we've broken their pressure because we didn't try to out, we outsmarted them. We were just worked on the cutting and the angle. That's yes. the first. So talk about angles and cutting and moving. And if you're, if you're stationary, you're in quicksand, you're out kind of thing. You know, you can make yeah. fun stuff. You can be more creative than I can, but you want them always cutting and moving. So yes. it's, um, let me show you now I'm not at home. So this is going to look really bad. So the person's here with the ball and they're getting double teamed or they're getting pressured. You want people cutting in front like that, like across, right. And then circling around whenever someone gets in trouble, there should be three passing lanes. Doesn't matter where the three passing lanes are where you need people to cut. So what I'll do is I'll freeze them. I'll play stop, start kind of thing. And I'll say, stop. Do we have someone here? Because basically, if you have someone in those three spots and they're moving, someone's going to be open. Yeah. Okay? So just you got to work on the cutting because you're going to get some layups eventually. If you do this well, you're going to get some layups. And you can do this in the full court going this way, you know, if you're taking it out down here. But in the half court, make sure they're getting to the three spots and make sure that they're cutting. Um, if you do those three things – that will take care of a lot of the problems um, mm. as, far as, as far as being able to get open. That's, that's one thing. The second thing is you need to talk to them about breaking windows. Have you heard me talk about breaking windows? Yes. So, so that's where you can do that as a stationary. But if you make a pass by either one of the ears, it's going to go. Okay. So yeah. I tell them break a, there's a, there's a window above the head. There's a window at each ear or above the shoulder. And there's a window at each side of the um, waist. So you got to break one window and then pass in a different window. So that's a good thing they can do in groups of three where mm -hmm. you say, break a window, break a window, break a window. And they'll, they'll break at the top window and then they'll go down or they'll break the bottom window. They'll go up and you just got to do that over and over and over again. Um, yep. Because that will give them space. Otherwise, the hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. At that age, the deflections and all that stuff is going to be a layup in the other direction. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And it's like, oh, it's just and, – and there's – it feels like you're drowning. It literally – it's suffocating, yeah. basically, no, when you're coaching. Because right. there's nothing you can do for them at the time. Yeah. So, you, you take timeouts, you try to calm them down. But that's where you got to have some key things like timeout. Remember the smart take from the strong. Timeout. Break a window. Timeout. You know – quit dribbling yeah. so much you got to do some of those things so over time 
by next year, they're going to be so much better because they're going to be the older kids. But it, it, this exactly. is really about the long term. Like That's right. Not, not, not next year when they're the old ones. It's about the following year when they're the young ones again. Yeah, so exactly. It's like you got to just tell them baby steps. And what I tell my guys, too, is improvement is you're going to see a big set of improvement. And then we're going to – it's like stairs. They level off. Yeah. And the, the great ones fight through the level off stage, you know. So you go up and then you level. And then you go up and you level. And it's the same with coaching. It's the same with business. It's the same with anything in life. People quit on the, on the stair part. And you got to fight yeah. through the, oh, it ain't working. It ain't working. It ain't working. Well, it's going to work. Trust me. Smarter people yeah. than you and I have figured this out. Um, so th I think that's what you got to keep selling them. Um, yes. No, and that's very much, um, and then we're only, it's early days, but that's very much been my message from day one is that I, I, I kind of anticipated that this is where, how it would be. So I've mentally prepped them for right. the long haul and help try to help them understand that we're building towards competitiveness for next year. But one problem that I have found is that that's also given them a little bit of a license to say, yeah, you know what? I'm not showing up today. Uh, right. I know. they're and physically the, there, but the hard part is here's the hard, one of the hard parts too, is you can't do some of the off court. I mean, when you get beat by some of the couple of the scores that you sent me, that's hard. Like, yeah, that's hard. I don't care who you are at that point. That's hard. Like, so there's, there's, there's going to self doubts going to creep in. Yeah. How do I do this? It's going to creep in. And the hard part is I would say, take them, quit a practice and take them to a movie or have, have them over to your house for a sleepover. Then something like that is what I would be saying in the normal world because yeah. yeah, you lost, but let's have some fun. You know, the problem is you can't do that now. So no, that's right. Yeah. So you, you, you got to figure some way of trying to build that relationship thing with them yeah. um, that it will be okay. And I yeah. know what you're saying. It's like, well, there's next year, there's next year. It's like, I hate that in high school too. It's like, like the juniors, my juniors last year were going, Oh, I'll be a senior next year. Well, you might not be a senior next year. Cause we might not have a seat. I mean, yeah. every coach in the world is going to reuse this as an example. Like don't take it for granted. Oh, um, exactly right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think, I think what you're doing is right. You got to be good cop, good cop, good cop, good cop, good cop. Bad yeah. cop can wait till when they're older. Like, yeah, no, totally. And, um, and you know, I, it, and that suits my, my style too. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a yeller and a screamer and I, I'm, 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 I've, I've become sort of known as the, the, the gentle one. I'm the, I'm the coach that the kids who want to kind of um, have a, a, a restful practice come to and pretend that they've got a stomachache you know, right. of all the coaches. <laughs> when we have a big, like, like big right. squad training, right. I'm, I'm the weakest link. <laughs> Um, cause you're you know, not, you're not at that age. You're really not at that age. That's no, what they need. They need the arm around. It will be okay. Um, yeah. and, and the thing and is, it's only going to, it's going to get the next couple years is only going to get harder for them yes. because the teenage years, they're going to do emotionally, physically, trust me, I've got a 16 year old downstairs. It's yes. just, it's a hard age. It's just, they're just, it's harder on girls oh. and boys. I think from a hormone everything it's just so oh yeah they, they got a lot going on yeah. and yeah. I, and i have two particular players that i've that i wanted to see if you had a, a view on as well that who are, okay. who i need to manage through this 
the one, one of whom is the one older girl in this team, okay? So she's not going to be there to enjoy the fruits of the labor of right. this year. But I need to set some goals for her that'll help her feel good about where she's at yep. by the end of the year. And I'm, uh, and like you say, you know, this is a, this is a player who I sat down with a, in a timeout uh, on, in Saturday's game who was in and who started to cry because I told her that I, I really believed in her and that I knew she could do it. Right. She started to cry, uh, went out and scored the, what, the first of three baskets we got for the whole game. Right. But right. We, we had a little light bulb moment. Right. But, but, it's but really she, the, the tears were not bad tears. The tears were no, good. No, those were, like, I those were good tears. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's why, and, and so I'm looking at this kid and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, I, I, I really need to create a situation where she feels some joy by the end of the year and she feels like she's gotten something out of the season, you know? Yeah, the problem, here's the issue is like, you, you need to set small for all of them. And this is hard because it's a one man show and it's you and, you know, you need to set, like, you need to give each one of them, you need to sit down with each one of them and set an individual, like, game goal, an individual practice goal, and something that both they and you can track, like, I'm going to dive on the floor three times. I'm going to get six rebounds. Something that is like they can tr they can try to achieve. Whether it has anything yeah. to do with will you winning or not is irrelevant. It's just you got to yeah. give them a win, basically. Yep. Because they might not get a win on the <laughs> playing, but you got to give each one of them uh, a win. Because yeah. yeah, and you have those games. We the the first game uh, we played of the season, they actually came off feeling like they'd won. We lost right. the game by 40 points, uh, but they played so well in patches uh, against an incredibly you know, strong team that they all felt great about it. Right. Yeah, and, and I want to try and give them so that you got to find like a parent or somebody that's not you to maybe kind of keep track of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that stuff's hard. I find that really hard to track those kind of stats well first of all you um, can't do it because coaching a basketball game is like going to a rock concert man there's like 80 billion things going on if you want to do that become an american baseball coach you got like six hours between pitches you can decide <laughs> what you want to do swear to god sorry for all the baseball coaches but it's true i coach my son in baseball it's like basketball is like it's like so fast and you don't have time yeah. you're just oh. trying to contain your i refer to it as herding cats like you're trying yeah. to herd cats. Baseball yeah. is like, baseball is like, you know, you're just walking the dogs. Like it's easy, you know? Um, anyway, that's a side note, but that's where you need to find some, you know, find some, somebody that can do that for you and then let them yeah. pick it. Like this can be something you do socially. Like we could have one team goal that we score 10 points or we, or we keep them less than four, whatever it is. One team goal, one individual goal. And then you can have a win. And then if they if they get it, do something silly like whatever they like, Gatorade, Powerade, you know, candy yeah. bar, whatever. If they get it, they get a plus. And it's something they can reach. Don't make it like you want them to get it. And then as soon as they get it, then you increase it. So if it's like three rebounds, you, next game it's four, and then you leave it at four until they get it, and then it's five, and then 
You know, you dig in the pockets. Trust me. Like when I coached my son and it was there's a concession stand, I said, if we, you know, if we hold them this inning, I'm going to, I'll buy, give each of you $2 of concessions. You'd have thought I gave them a Ferrari. Like, yeah, no, it's funny how, how stuff like that, um, the, you find your own currency and I, I, you've given me a great idea. Cause I love that. Um, I love that idea. I'm stealing that. Find your own currency. I love that. That's true. Cause every kid's a no, little it, different too. Yeah. yeah. And with, with my guys, um, I actually, I don't know what uh, I'm, and this is why having conversations like this is so useful because we have a currency. We, we, we've had something in our back pocket and you want, I'll, you'll find this very funny. It's baby cucumbers. These girls love to munch on baby cucumbers. The tiny little, I don't know what, uh, um, if, what you have, call them in the States, but you know, you have cucumbers or like pickles over there, right? Pickles, pickles, um, yes. So these are like raw, um, fresh pickles. Um, I started bringing them to trainings when I had a bit of a behavior problem with one player last season. Uh, to be, and I figured that... Are they a, su- are they a, are they a sweet pickle? No, just um, it's like a I don't know what um, what you hey, call them. That's great. Place. If that works, it, do it. Me. Yeah, but that'll work. So like, if we reach the team goal, we get the cucumbers. Maybe the, maybe something like yes. that. Yes, yes. And then you, then you do an individual one where you know you give them something else or yeah. Trust yeah. me, it, it and it will be fun, and they'll try to do it. And if you can, and there's got to be a parent that comes to every game. There has to be that. Yeah, could do something. You know. Maybe it's, you know, and again, stuff that they can do. Like, can you, you know, not turn the ball over or I, whatever it is. Let them yeah, let them have a voice in what it is, too. Like, Would you set an individual goal for each, for, for each of those eight so that'd players? Be eight of them, right? Every game? Eight individual goals. So okay. each one of them will have one. I think that's yeah. doable. And then one team goal. So it's nine total goals. And then yeah. you can do a say, hey, if the team makes – I don't know, five out of nine, then you could do something else too. You can make it a team thing too, rather than, you know, so yeah, there's all sorts of creative ways of doing that, but that will, trust me, they'll love that. They'll love that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Then you kind of, then the, the score becomes very much. Right. A it's a, it's a game. What I refer to it is it's a game within a game and that's what you want. You want a game yeah. within a game, especially when you're not as good. Um, I was a coach. It was like, I had some teams that, cause I was at the bottom of the food chain. I'd get some teams that were just bad and all the good ones got pulled up. Well, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then I had to make games within games to make it competitive for them to make it competitive. And I made games within games for me. I didn't tell anybody like, all right, we're going to try to hold them a less than 20 this half or whatever, you know, you got to do that. I hear you. And and I'm I'm in exactly that position. I'm bottom of the heap. Um, I have coaches up the line from me who who will circle and pinch players that I develop, and I take that as a real compliment. But that's what you um, want, yeah. But it, yeah, and it's it's awesome for them. You want to see them progress. But but yeah, you've also still got to you've still got to show up and try to make something out of what you got left. Right. So explain. So is basketball seasons now in Australia? Yeah, because you're winner right. You're winner right now. That's correct. Yeah, it's it's supposed to start um, at about three months ago. It was supposed to start in uh, end of March, early April. Okay, but it was bumped back here because of uh, the pandemic. 
Okay. Um, and we're so we're two weeks into our season. They okay. basically. And then what 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 happens in the what happens in our winter? Your summer. What do you do in your summer then? We have a, a, a summer season, uh, which is okay. supposedly more relaxed. It's basically the same again, but we, you, not everybody plays. Uh, the, one, the, the kids who want to play Aussie rules go and do that, or the or ones else. who want to go and play okay. soccer go and do that. And so okay. on. You're on my bucket list. Australia's on my bucket list. New Zealand. Oh, hate, yeah. hate to say it, New Zealand's on my bucket list too. But... Um, <laughs> Oh, New Zealand's beautiful, and it is. Uh, it's, yeah, honestly, my parents are um, massive fans of New Zealand. That's they're probably their favorite their favorite place that they visited um, of all time. It reminds me a little bit. It reminds me. Um, New Zealand reminds me of Glacier in the U.S. and Banff in Canada. They're very yeah. they're similar. I mean, it, New Zealand's prettier, but. Very, oh, New know. Zealand is, is so much prettier. Yeah. Australia is, a, is weird because there's so many contrasts. There are many different Australias within the one massive Well, and continent. you all live on the coast. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. How far, how far south uh, have, you, have you come on your travels so far? How I far haven't. I've, you... gone, I've, only, I've, I've been to Europe. I have not been, I have not been to Australia. I have not, I've been to Hawaii. I've been Hawaii that way, and I've been yep. to um, basically Eastern Europe. I mean, I did Great Britain and Germany and France and all that, but I have not yep. been any farther that way. So my first one is going to be New Zealand, Australia, and then at some point I want to go to China at some point, but that's you know, 10, 15 years down the line probably. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, no it's, you, you got to, and I imagine basketball will open a lot of pathways to do that. Too, well, I'm hoping. You, I'm hoping. It, yeah, I had something planned. I was actually going to go to. A, I've been. I've been to every state in the U.S. but Alaska and Washington. So I'm planning on going to Alaska to speak at a clinic, and then this happened. So once I get that checked off and get Washington State checked off, then I'll have done every state in the U.S. The U.S. is crazy. Yeah, I mean. Oh. You could spend your whole life and never see it all. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the differences in, yeah, it's, you go to the East Coast. I'm like on the East Coast right now in New Hampshire, which is similar to Wisconsin. Um, but then you go South, it's so different. Then you go West and it's like driving through Texas is like driving through, it's like crazy. So, oh, um, that's yeah. right. And then yeah, California you, is its whole, California could be its own country, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, yeah. well, California has, is, is has a a larger economy than most other countries. I know, and the, the problem, the, the weird is like when you get down south towards San Diego, in Mexico, it's different than if you go to Northern California. It's almost like Southern Wisconsin. I mean, it's crazy. It's the, the, yeah, the temperatures, and then anyway. oh yeah, the extremes that you have over there is just yeah. Oh, there's. There's, it's it's an amazing country. It I, is I've, an amazing country. If we can get if we can get this COVID thing under under things, so let's let's plan it in a couple of weeks. Get back on a call again and see how this went. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Um, before you go, I have one small question yep. as well. I'm really curious to know what you how you would deal with this one. I I, I have a non-runner. I have a player who does not like to run anywhere. Okay. That's where would a, you, where I, no one's ever said that question to me and I've had <laughs> every question ever 
yeah non-runner so just walks yeah that's her really when really pushed she'll run a bit um but she it's not her preference so um, and it's been a challenge for me just to work out you know i, I need to i need to give her um uh, a job nope so here um, yeah yeah and here's what you need to do you need a taper yeah you need it she needs to see what running looks like and what yeah. running doesn't look like and then game yeah. film so you yeah. got to say hey we're just going to do a little experiment i want you to walk from here to here and then you, she, you go here i'll give you a pickle run from here to here <laughs> swear to god you hold the pickle at the end and she runs done that's the yeah. second thing and then you don't tell her but you have someone tape her during a game and then say which one do you want to be like a, she she probably doesn't know what she looks like yeah and that and then especially at that age if she knows what she looks like that will be enough like whoa yeah got, whoa. yeah actually that's yeah yeah that's particularly with girls that's that might be a really good way it will to be it. trust me done that that i that will work i guarantee i've done it before i've done it with players on my team that's like they'll show facial expressions or every call they'll do this they'll throw yeah. their arms up and they the problem is they don't know they're doing it it's like it's like a kid having a temper tantrum they're just they're just melting down they don't know they're doing it and as soon as you show them on tape their jaw drops they're like like oh that's yeah. what you look like in front of like two thousand people how do you feel about that and then it's like and at that age, no one wants to be embarrassed. No one wants to stand out. No one wants to be any different. They all want to be like, that will solve it. I guarantee it. Yeah. All right. No, I, okay. I, will, I will definitely do that. Okay. All right. Stay safe, Steve, coach. We'll talk so in a couple of weeks. Send me an email. Middle. Uh, yeah, probably in about two weeks, I'll be back. And then we can do it whenever you want. I won't make you, no, I won't make you stay up late. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. No, that's all. Thank you so much. Yep. See ya. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.